<clears throat> the fuck was that? You're right. Yeah, I had fucking. I don't know. All right. So, what are the two main topics? Talk about the announcements first, right? I'm going to be working on this thumbnail while you're doing that. I've got an idea. Uh, I just got a uh, Facebook notification. It said something about Peacemaker and Boba Fett, Chris. Yeah, from from you. Facebook. Yeah. You don't? And then the notification was like old. No, but I hear it. That's the wrong She-Hulk. One of these Google images. <laughs> Pretty sure it was from porn. <laughs> well, you know who played her in a porn was China. Yeah, she also she also had one night in China. 
No, it wasn't even that one. It was, a, it was another one. <laughs> she actually like painted herself green and everything. That'd be terrifying. video. Fuck, I forgot to watch that.
read where you said something about erectile dysfunction. up guys we're What's finally, going on we're, we're finally live it took a little nope. while uh this is where steve makes fun of me for my intros because uh, i'm not really good at introing this so what is up youtube facebook and whoever else might be watching in case you don't know i got steve one shot over here and i got zuplex or wade pool or one of many names we'll call him uh one of, man of many names we're gonna call him frank frank zuplex is fine Frank Plex. Zuplex. Maybe we'll Frank do a little, a little uh, a name change, and we'll call you Frank Plex. That doesn't really flow off the tongue like Zuplex does. So uh, now I'm all. We're not, see, now you got me all self conscious with the shadow of my microphone. I'm about to move it again. You know, I just moved it, and you're gonna make me move it again. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm never happy. I'm never so happy. So, easy. what's up, fellas? We took so a few weeks to off. <clears throat> it is easy to get in my head, to be honest. Especially when it comes to this, I tinker constantly. My wife makes fun of me. We make fun of you too, so it's all right. Yeah, I respect you, you guys. Our reaction videos. I respect you guys. Definitely check out the reactions. That's one of the reasons why we're on YouTube today. One another, uh, hoping hoping some of the reaction uh, fans could uh, jump into the chat with us. Hopefully, they like these uh, topics. It's been a few weeks, man. We've been. Uh, I took a little break for the charity event we did. Uh, for anyone who didn't oh. hasn't followed the Twitch or the Facebook, well, we raised a good amount of money and. Uh, we are now over $1,000. We're now over $1,000, and uh, you know, we're planning the next event, basically. Uh, Zuplex, yeah. i got to ask, this is your first time live on camera after uh, losing to the captain. Uh, how do you feel, man? Listen, you know what? He, he brought it like he said he was going to. He won fair and square. I mean, what are you going to do? We had a great matchup in FIFA to end it, and uh, we went to, it was the only game that we went to three games in. You know that, that was a good matchup. Uh, I have to admit that was a that was a solid way to end it. Yeah, it was definitely a solid way to end it. I I think uh, I, I set out though, and I I did prove a couple points to, to him on a couple of things. Like I told him I was going to score at least ten goals on him in NHL. I achieved that goal, no problem. That was almost like child's play. Um, I destroyed him in UFC, so it felt good. It felt good to get those wins under the belt and. Prove that he's not dominant in every game, as he says he is. You know, uh, it's not often you see uh, one, the captain get humbled a little bit. And uh, I don't know if I would call him humbled, but uh, he definitely got quiet for a little bit in the middle of the uh, competition. So that's always nice to see. Yeah. The the money went to the Compete for Cancer charity. So, you know, you to you and the captain, thanks you guys for kind of going through all that just for, for a charity, for your different charities. Anyone who jumped into the Twitch stream and kind of joined in with the comments and all that stuff, we really appreciate all the love and support. And uh, keep an eye out. If you haven't already, join the Facebook group because there will be an announcement at some point for our next event, whether it's a charity thing or just an in-person event. Um, but then let's move on from that. Uh, now we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. So we have a couple things. Uh, House of the Dragon premiered on Sunday. Um, She-Hulk premiered last week. Uh, besides those two, which are really the two biggest things out there, there is a ton of stuff coming over the next couple weeks and next couple months. So uh, I figure maybe we'll start with just kind of running through some of the bigger things, in my opinion, that are coming out over the next few weeks. 
and uh, we'll end it with House of the Dragon or with She-Hulk because that'll be more of a deep dive. We won't go into spoilers for House of the Dragon, but we will go into spoilers for She-Hulk. It's been almost a week. I mean, get your shit together if you haven't watched it yet. Come on now. I mean, if you ever watch it at this point, that's on you. It's not on us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me just send out this link real quick. Make sure we get some people in the chat. And uh, so just as just to kind of start it, let me get the uh, the list up here. We got... So now this is actually probably my biggest thing that I'm most excited for, uh, really for the rest of the year. Cobra Kai Season 5 is coming <laughs> September 2nd. I am excited. I'm amped. I'm so amped for this. I've been a fan of this since the show first started. I remember... You know, admittedly, I remember when the show first came on YouTube Premium or YouTube Red, whatever they called it. And I, I remember thinking to myself, like, a Cobra Kai show? Like, is that – do we really need that? And then a friend of mine was like, I don't know. I watched the first two episodes and, you know, it was, it was all right. So then I said, maybe I'll give it a shot. And then I paid for YouTube Red. I watched the entire first season multiple times because it was unbelievable. And ever since then, I've just been super excited for the for the show. Yeah. I did the same thing. Like – uh I was super excited about it. I was like, ah, oh, but it's on YouTube Red. Like, I was streaming <laughs> right. service that no one ever asked for. <laughs> right? And I got YouTube Red, watched it, was blown away. Yeah. Unsubscribed from YouTube Red almost immediately afterwards. <laughs> you know? Well, because yeah, there was nothing else to watch. There's nothing else to watch. Cobra so, Kai was the only just, thing for YouTube Red. I think Netflix picking it up was the right move. Um and they've been going balls to the wall with it ever since. You know? Oh, yeah. And it's been oh, a yeah. nostalgia-filled wild ride. I really if thought I uh, with the last season, I kind of felt like, oh, maybe it's, uh, you know, we don't need it. It's going a little too far. Three seasons was enough. And then the season ended, and I said, all right, I'm here for it. Whatever, Whatever's next, you know. I'm excited to see Terry Silva actually uh, fulfill his goal of opening up more Cobra Kai dojos. For anyone who hasn't watched, that's basically how the last season ended. Mike Barnes is back for this upcoming season. I am I am so excited for Mike Barnes yeah. to come back. And they didn't even show him in the trailer, which is nuts. That's so strange to me, though, they hit him in the trailer. I don't understand that. Yeah. They announced him. They announced that he's going to be there. I'll bet you. I'll bet you Mike Barnes doesn't show up until the last episode, and he's the major villain of, of season six. I hope that's not the case. I really do. I, I don't know, man. It might be <laughs> So uh, Cytex uh, pointed out that the Season 5 is premiering September 9th. I don't know if I said September 2nd. I think I meant September 9th if I said the 2nd. Johnny Munez, thanks for jumping in. That's Johnny Butters, I guess. He's listening. And he's playing Tiny Tina's Wonderland. So enjoy that. Cytex said he did two trials for with two different emails for Seasons 1 and 2. <laughs> I mean, whatever you had to do to watch it. I'm gonna Honestly, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. September 9th is when the new season comes out. Uh, September 10th, I'll have it finished because that's the kind of show where I'll just watch it until it's done. And it's a short show, a half hour episode, it's like 10 episodes. It's not going to be too long. Yeah. Uh, Steve, did you, let me guess, hold on. If I'm predicting, I would try to read your mind. You didn't watch Cobra Kai yet. <laughs> uh oh, we lost Steve's mic. I can't hear you. Steve, you're muted. You might have to replug. You might have to plug in again. Train wreck. I, for, I keep forgetting to make a, a graphic for the train wreck. <laughs> So since he's not talking, I'm just going to assume that he not only didn't watch Cobra Kai, he may never have seen uh, Karate Kid. And I'm not talking about Jaden Smith. I'll tell, I'll tell you right now, um, 
what they did that was so smart in the last season was going back to Okinawa and bringing back Chosen. And yeah. Daniel, Daniel re, um, but what was it? Uh, reacquainting himself with the little girl that he saved and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but I know exactly what you're saying. I, I agree with you. Either. I probably should remember her name, but I, I don't remember her name. And then Kumiko, right? That, that was the the love interest for the from the from number two. You know, all that stuff was really, really like it really brought to you like the. Um, They've done yeah, a great job. Cool. They've really done a great job with the show and not going overboard, for sure. Mm-hmm. I do think uh, yeah. uh, the one of the smart decisions they made was going back to Tokyo, but. Not not spending an entire season there, you know, one or two episodes yeah. was more than enough, and then coming back. I will say that I never Hello? thought. Oh, now I hear you. Oh, yeah, there he now is. There he is. Such a, fan, such a fancy mic. This. You guys are make, you're talking shit about my mic up here. Now you, you can't even hear your voice when you're talking on the mic. Mine was Discord, so fuck you. I will say, uh, I never thought I would be as excited to see Chosen side by side with Johnny. As I was when they showed that in the trailer, that one quick scene of yeah. the two of them, like basically yeah. walking into that dojo, I was like, "It's about to go down." I can't wait! I can't wait! I'm well, pumped for that one. I'm super excited. Like, like, let's be honest. Uh, you know, the the kid stuff, you know, is a little hokey at times. It's a little, you know, it's a little like cringy at times. But for mm-hmm. the most part, you're not there for that. We're there to see Daniel and Johnny go up against Terry yeah. Silver yeah. with Chosen. Like the kid angle is fun, you know. I, I will, yeah. The kid angle kind of was good in the first episode, first season, maybe the second yeah. season. But after that, I've been less and less interested in that aspect and more interested in the uh, the adults, basically the adults acting like my, children. My favorite character <coughs> in the entire show really might be Daniel's wife. Yes, one hundred percent. Because she just throws out these one liners, like, "Oh, in case you guys didn't know, they have war in karate dojos." Yeah, she just like wine she's she's honestly the best she's got it she basically says it how it is there's no sugarcoating it she seems to have her head on her shoulders more than anybody else i i love she's the one that's pointing out like the absurdity of the show to us the viewer oh yeah no so i just have to like accept that that's the absurdity of the show so so steve before we move on man you got to answer the question have you seen any of cobra kai uh season one and half a season two. See, like, how do you start it and then not finish it? That's what I don't understand. Because I didn't have internet for, what, six, nine months, something like oh, that? Oh, yeah, okay. I guess that's a good answer. Uh, you can go back and finish it, I guess. But mm-hmm. Have you seen Karate Kid? <laughs> You're silent. It's a, it's a long pause, man. It's a long pause. I mean, the, the silence should speak for itself. Yes, I've seen it. The silence tells me that you're embarrassed to say you haven't seen it. I'm not talking about the Jaden Smith. No, Karate I have Kid. seen it. You, you, you probably enjoy the Jaden Smith one, and that's what you're talking about. Jackie Chan is in it. I absolutely enjoyed it. It's actually a good movie. It just it's a it's a shot for shot <laughs> remake or shot for it's shot re- redo of the original Karate Kid. It's not a good movie. It's a stop, good movie. Stop, stop hating just to hate. It's a good not, movie. Credit where credits movie. due. Jackie Chan is a phenomenal new Mr. Miyagi. They just, I'll never. I, I won't. I won't hate on Jackie Chan, but hate, I can hate on Jaden Smith all I want. Uh, he's not the worst Preach. actor. Come on, Tell he's him. not the worst actor. Especially when he was Tell a kid, him. he was a much better actor as a kid. Once he hit After Earth or whatever that movie was, then the acting just did not stick stick with him too well. But before we go on a tangent about Jaden Smith, let's just move on here. 
Uh, Cobra Kai, like I said, is my, my number one. I'm most excited for that for the rest of the year. Followed by <laughs> Wakanda Forever, which comes out in November. There's not much new to say about Wakanda Forever, so we're not going to focus on that right now. <clears throat> one uh, announcement that I thought was interesting. So Andor comes out in, in um, excuse me, uh, late or September 21st. At the end of this month, Disney has decided to re-release Rogue One in theaters. I guess as a way to get people pumped up again for a yeah. show based I mean, on Andor. It's a smart move. Like, why not throw throw row one back out there? People will go and see it. They'll make a little extra cash on the side for it, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's by far it's pe- a lot of people's most favorite Star Wars movie at this point. A hundred percent. It's one of my top Star Wars movies. You know, it's funny when I first read that they were re-releasing Rogue One into theaters. At first, I was like, "Why? Like that makes no sense." Or not that it makes no sense, but it's such a cash grab. But then I started thinking about seeing that Vader scene on the big screen again. And I kind of thought, I kind of want to do it. Even though the cost of the ticket is probably triple the price of when I saw it the first time. But I guess but I that's think the it's old, right? 1932. Yeah, I am pretty old. Right? Day, I get it. Disney has to bring more people into buying Disney Plus, right? Right. So you right. announce Andor, you have this, and then you put Row One back in the theaters. Maybe somebody, you know, maybe not the hardcore fans, the more casual fans. They don't have Disney Plus yet. They see Rogue One, they're like, "Oh, they're making a show like about like a prequel to this movie." You know, like this movie was a prequel to other movies. Like I like, I want to see that show. Let me buy Disney Plus now. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm uh, listen. I'm excited for. I'm here for the show regardless. So. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna watch it anyway. I'll watch Rogue One on Disney Plus anyway, just because I enjoyed the movie that much. But uh, it was just funny. So good. (laughs) It looks very good. The trailer. I like the idea of it focusing on the war aspect over anything else for sure. So I'm excited. I'm excited about it. For anyone who doesn't know, Andor is basically a prequel to Rogue One, and it's telling the story or the upbringing or however, whatever you want to call it of one of the main characters of the Rogue One movie, Cassian Andor, how he joins the Rebellion and then some of the battles he went through before the movie came out. So that is actually premiering on Disney Plus September 21st. And uh, if you didn't see Rogue One, then, like I said, you can catch it in theaters at the end of August. It starts back in theaters August 26th, and it'll be up for only a week. So uh, you have a little bit of time. I'll tell tell you guys right out there right now, if you never saw Rogue One in theaters, go see Rogue One in theaters. I would argue... Go ahead, I'm sorry. <clears throat> so good on the big screen, especially the end with that Vader scene. Like it's just especially. phenomenal on the big screen. I would I would honestly go as far as to say that Rogue One and, and this is speaking strictly on Star Wars, um, but it might apply to some a broader kind of statement, has the best space combat scene in any of the Star Wars movies, has one of the best, if not the best like ground combat scene in all the Star Wars movies. And again, that Vader scene to this day is still probably the best Vader scene that we've gotten. Um, we've gotten a bunch of them now, a bunch of really good scenes, but it's still probably just, it, it scratches out a top spot as far as the best moments for Vader on screen. So uh, those are three that, big things. That, that beach scene um, in, the, in the middle of a battle, it's, it's a battle like on a beach it looks like something out of a Vietnam movie with Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, like, you want Fortune and Son to start playing in the background. Like. 
Yeah, I mean, you, you know, know, like AT-AT walkers and, and, you know, you see all these machines, but we've only ever really seen them from like a, a wide kind of far back perspective where you kind of see how big they are, but you're not like up close to them. So you don't really, you don't really feel the, the height and the, and the size. And this was the first movie to give you like a ground level, like how terrifying it could be to try and fight these things. It's so good. And I'm going to watch it this weekend just because we're talking about it now because I'm going to have to watch it again. I'm going to rewatch it now also. <laughs> so that's Andor. Uh, another uh, big release, September 2nd, is the premiere of the Lord of the Rings show, The Ring of Power. I believe the first two episodes are coming September 2nd on Amazon Prime. So let me ask you this question, Steve. Have you ever watched Lord of the Rings? Is that silence? I can't tell. Or is your mic off again? Your mic's, mic's off, off again. again, dude. This guy. No, it's not. Uh, I oh. was just fucking with you. <laughs> I thought your mic was off. You got me. That was dead air, man. Yeah. You gotta say stuff. No. Uh, so, have you seen it? You haven't. It was anticipation. Answered? You're avoiding the. Yeah, question. but I don't remember shit about it. Well, it's, as long as you've watched it, it'll come to you quick. As long as you've watched it, I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan. I know it's an unpopular opinion, I but it will because fan. I didn't. Oh, it's the most overrated. It, most overrated franchise of all time. Johnny Butter says, sorry to throw you off. How about Dragon Ball Super? Hold on, Johnny. It's on the list. We'll get that. Getting there. We're getting yeah, there, we'll Johnny. get there. We'll Relax. get there. You got you to gotta slow it down a little bit. Uh, we're, we're trying to do this methodically over here. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, no, I agree with you, uh, uh, Carmine. It's not. It's it's overrated. I, I, I don't, that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's bad. I, don't, I wouldn't, Listen, I wouldn't I, say it's bad. But it definitely, the movies were too long. The original, you know, the the Lord of the Rings trilogy bad. was was the the special effects are really well done. But I would argue it's similar <laughs> to Avatar, where the special effects are what made it so popular, not necessarily the story and how it was told. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, listen, you know, the first one was pretty lame. Um, they were all getting together in the. I'm fellowship not a fan of the first was- one either. Even to this day, yeah. I can rewatch it, and it's still just a slow movie for me. The slowest movie ever, and it's just about guys <laughs> getting ready to walk through a volcano. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and then the second movie was about them walking to the volcano, and they're all split up, and it's just like, all right, whatever. It yeah, had a pretty the cool second movie had some, some baller battles, though. It did. It did. Uh, look, I'll give credit where credit's due. It had yeah. some all our battles, but you had to wait three and a half hours of hobbits walking through a mountain to get to the baller battle. Even the trees walked in that fucking movie. Like, like what the fuck are we doing here? You know that what was, I mean? Uh, like, the length of the movies, I think is a big reason why they, I, I feel like don't hold up as well today. We, yeah, we don't I mean, need three, they, three hour movies. That's just too much. That's way and, too much. And then you get to the third one, which had 27 different endings, you know, like it, it just, there were so many stopping points they could have ended it on and they just kept going for, I was in the movie theater. I I'll still remember it to this day. I was in the movie theater watching that third one, just going like, Oh my God, it's still not over. Like I was right. <laughs> loudly yelling at the screen. I can't believe this is still going. I was so annoyed. So yeah. annoyed. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not a fan of the Hobbit movies at all. Yeah, I, I, didn't, was, I only watched the first one, and then I was like, ah, I'm, I'm same here. I haven't watched any of the Hobbit movies. I watched the first one in theaters. I disliked it so much that I didn't even bother with the other two. 
And, uh, you know, I have friends who are really big in the Lord of the Rings and they're excited for this new movie to come, the new show. I feel like the the Lord of the Rings like premise lends itself better to a TV show. So maybe in that sense, the Ring of Power will be a better kind of adaptation of that book. Because I know it's not, you know, it's, it's not the original Lord of the Rings. I hope not, because Halo was bad. Halo was so bad. <laughs> Halo to me falls into the same bucket as the DCEU. It's just, it's just, it could have been so good, and it was horrible. <clears throat> I don't know if it's that bad. <sighs> we'll see. I'll give it a chance, but like, I, I got a funny feeling that, um, I got a funny feeling that it's gonna, I'm gonna be real disinterested real quick. You know, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Uh, Johnny Butters says uh, Randall from Clerks 2 gave the best synopsis for The Lord of the Rings. And he, and he really did. He hit the nail on the head in that movie. So we don't have to go too far into it, but just keep in mind at least one episode, but I believe the first two episodes are premiering uh, September 2nd for Lord of the Rings. That's on Amazon Prime. Uh, one of the other things, since uh, Johnny wants us to talk about Dragon Ball Super, I'm going to pivot here and we're going to talk about Tekken Bloodline on Netflix. Have you guys, have you guys uh, watched it? I have not. I didn't even realize it was out. No. It came out. Uh, I didn't realize it was out until today. Yeah. I watched the whole thing last <clears> night. <throat> so what did you think? Uh, I, I didn't, I'm definitely going to watch that. Oh, I'm a giant Tekken fan. So. You know, uh, real quick, it's very fast. Like, it's like six half-hour episodes. You oh. get through it super, super quick. I'll finish that tonight. Um, animation's good. Um, they, they, they really paid attention to, like, when there's fight scenes going on to giving them actual combos and moves nice. that the characters use in the game. That's so, like cool. there's like there's like combos that everybody knows, like Jin's combo and and King's King's like rotating combos of suplexes and stuff that they that they put in the in the show that um uh really like make you think that like they really they were paying attention. Like they right, really right. wanted to so it's like, so there's actually some respect for Tekken. Like, yeah, yeah, that's been my problem. Some... Every Tekken adaptation we've gotten so far, it's like you know they they go so far as to use some of the characters from Tekken, and then at that point just stop paying attention to the lore and all that crap, and just kind of throw some yeah. random thing together. It's similar to the Street Fighter movies, we you know the, the live mm-hmm. action movies anyway. They throw the characters on Even screen, the like. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't think that there was really there has been a Tekken done well. You know what I mean? They just they feel like if the character sort of looks like the character from the games, then we're gonna be happy with it. But uh, you're not the first one to say it was good. I know a few people. Johnny Butters says it was good, and I know I have a friend who's a big Tekken fan who also said it was actually very good. So I didn't realize it was out until today. Like I literally had no idea. It kind of flew right under my radar. So I'll yeah, definitely. My brother watch. hit me up out, and I watched it yesterday, and before I knew it, it was over. Like it, it, it really is a fast watch. Well, you're a Tekken you guy know? like me, so I mean, if you like yeah. it, then I guarantee I'll probably like it too. So I mean, like, listen, if it was longer and and they like dragged it out for no reason whatsoever, I'd probably be saying something different right now. Right. But because it was so quick, and it was really, it's really just an Iron Fist tournament, like the whole show. That's amazing, though. That's all you Which really is need. Exactly. What, but that's what it needs to be. Then they know, keep they exactly. keep they keep trying to fucking do stupid shit with Mortal Kombat, and all we want is the Mortal Kombat tournament. It's the same kind of thing. There's yeah, a reason why the first the Mortal only, Kombat movie was good. The only thing I'll say is that they could have shown more fights because at one point they just cycle through like, oh, this person lost to this person, and this person lost to that that person, you know, and they don't really show the fights of them. 
Um, so it would have been nice if they even gave us like a couple quick snippets of just like the winning, the winning strike or whatever, right? You know, right. Other than that, I mean, it's quick, it's fun, it's Tekken. Everybody should watch it. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna start watching it tonight. I'll probably have it finished by tomorrow. And uh, Johnny, Johnny Munez, Johnny Butters, however, whatever you want me to call you. Uh, here's the moment of truth for you. We're gonna uh, <clears throat> we're gonna start talking about The Last of Us. Did you guys see the uh, the quick scene from the HBO Sizzle Reel? I did. Nope. I saw it. So then, did you play the game? Uh, I know you're an Xbox guy. So I didn't, I, I I played a little bit of it. It's not my style of game. Oh, play. you know what? I can't take you seriously. It's, it's just slow. It's just really slow. You know, it is a slower game. game. It is a slower game. That's kind of well, like the point, I guess. Um, it's all stealth and, and yeah. I mean, the, it's all. I've stealth. heard it's a great game. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like story wise, I've heard it's amazing. Like, I just I love it. I think it's, it's just not my if cup I'm, of tea. Yeah, if I'm gonna spend hours playing it, like I gotta, I gotta be able to do something. You know, I think it's uh, I fucking love the game. The story on it is one of the, for, in my opinion, it's one of my top five games of all time. Story wise, gameplay wise, it's phenomenal. It looks great. I think it's ridiculous that we're getting a remaster or a remake or whatever they want to call it. It's not that the game, even on PS3, still looks fantastic to modern standards. So it's ridiculous that they're uh, redoing it. That's besides the point. In the 20 seconds we saw in the HBO Sizzle Reel, it's similar, I would say, in Uncharted, in the Mortal Kombat trailers, where the look is nailed down 100%. They yeah. got they got the characters looking right. They got the everything sounds right. The environments look good. Uh, you know, obviously it remains to be seen whenever it comes out, which I believe is coming out next year, twenty twenty three. Yeah, early though, early next year. But you know, we'll see what happens when it actually comes out, and you know if it actually hits the the right marks. But it looked to me, it looked excellent, and that little those little that twenty seconds was able to get me fired up for it. So it's something to look out for. That's coming to HBO uh, and HBO Max. They got the Pedro Pascal. Looks like he's nailing the main, the lead role. So the big talk is going to be about the creatures and the zombies and whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll see how they do. I hope they do more practical than CG effects, but who knows? And I hope they keep the the monsters um, not as frequent because the game there. You know, there's obviously a bunch of monster fights, but. It's not about that. It's not about them surviving that even. It's about them kind of connecting with uh, the main character and the girl, connecting yeah. and forming a bond over this trip that they're taking. So I mean, if, if they, they focus on that, it, it would be they, good. They treat it like the first like three or four seasons of Walking Dead, where yes. the zombies are kind of like a nuisance more right. than like the 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 main like problem, you know. And they keep it between the, the character development between the humans. I think it'll be a hit. I agree. Um, I think Offerman looks insane yeah. in this show. Yeah. Nick Offerman looks yeah. insane in the show. I think he's going to be awesome. And plus, you got Pedro Pascal. So, right, like we know he's a he's a, a crazy good actor. So, right. I mean, anything and he, he respects puts the source in, material. He's one of those guys, yeah. actors that will fight to make sure that they hit, kind of nail the right performances down. Yeah, so. Exactly. So, exactly. Let me see. Can and I leave I... his fucking helmet on? Sorry. <laughs> well, he was probably excited to take a role like this where he doesn't have to wear a helmet at all. He will. He might have to wear a gas mask though. So let's I see. Think he likes wearing the helmet, man. What else can we talk about before we talk about Dragon Ball Superhero? Uh, 
No, I'm kidding, Johnny. You have I'm, against Dragon Ball. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, just the rest of Butters. That's next on my list. I have not seen it, Johnny. Uh, did you did you see it in theaters? Did you watch a bootleg of it? Because uh, I'm hearing a lot of good things. It's in theaters right now, <laughs> and I'm hearing it's fantastic. Offerman is not playing Tommy, uh, Johnny. Offerman is playing Bill, uh, which is the guy in the game yeah. that uh, Joel and Ellie meet up with in Boston, I believe it was. Or Baltimore, I forget exactly where, where they meet up. But anyway, um, I've been hearing Dragon Ball Superhero is unbelievable, better than Dragon Ball Brawly, Dragon Ball Super Brawly. Uh, I'm hearing that... Uh, I've heard the opposite. See, I didn't hear that. I, all the reviews I've read and all the people I know who've seen it have said that they enjoyed this more than Brawly. Anybody that's a Goku or a Gohan fan is going to say that. Well, that's kind of, that's a good point. I'm a Brawly fan, so it's gonna be hard to top to kick Brawly off of uh, the top spot for me. I'm gonna be honest, like I, I kind of fell off on the whole Dragon Ball thing for the last few years. This might bring me back in. You got to man. This, Dragon Ball Super yeah. is on Hulu. The manga, I don't read it, but I do read uh, keep up with the storylines that are coming. And uh, yeah, you need to read it. It looks. I mean, the storylines I've read look fantastic, uh, and I can't wait for them to animate that and bring that to the screen. So I'm loving both of it. Johnny and Butters saw both. Uh, I know, Johnny, you probably love the crap out of it, right? I think that uh, I want to go see it in theaters. I don't know how I'm going to get to. Uh, it's supposed to come out uh, streaming in the next 45 days. Or 45 days after the theater run ends. So it's, it's going to be streaming months. on Crunchyroll? It'll start on Crunchyroll, and then it will make its way over to Hulu. Yeah. Same thing with yeah. with Dragon Ball, you know, superhero Super Brawly and uh, the Dragon Ball Super Show. They went to Crunchyroll first and then came to Hulu. So uh, you figured I'm before gonna, the end of the year it'll be able to stream on Hulu probably. See, like the the animes that I've been I've been delving into over the last couple of years. I, I don't know what it was about Dragon Ball, but like as a kid, I was into it, and then I just watching it week to week just became to be too much because I was that style of anime where nothing happens and they're shitting in the air powering up for, for an entire episode like became very difficult for me to watch with my ADD and everything like that so Man, I don't blame you know, you. But, but I, I, I want to get back into Dragon Ball because I've, been, I've gotten back into anime by watching uh, My Hero and One Piece oh, those, My Hero is good I never watched One Piece One Piece is good man and it's got me back into like Steve's watching anime again. So Steve hasn't watched Cobra Kai or Karate Kid, but he watched One Piece. What kind of nonsense right. is that? What kind of I like anime more than anything. So, all right, so you know what you heard here, folks. Uh, Steve's going to start his own anime podcast and talk about all Here's the anime. Our anime, our anime aficionado. He does read the manga. I'll give him that. He finds time for that. Johnny Butter says Brawly was I will, better. I will give a shot. Shout out to, to Captain, because he's the one that told me the last chapter of Dragon Ball came out. Oh, Because it, it usually comes out on 20, 21st, but he read it before I did. Wow. Oh, the manga. The manga? Like, like Panda? Word. <laughs> Johnny Butter like says... Honda? Johnny Butter says, uh, Brawly was better, but I love the way they introduced Gohan and Piccolo's power level. Now, I did see something. I don't want to spoil the movie too much. I, obviously, if you know Dragon Ball, you know that in order to save the day, somebody had to upgrade their power level to something they never reached before. Um, but I did read something saying that that movie is not canon, so the power levels will not carry over to any of the future shows or mangas or mangas or Mongolians, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's not, that's not canon? 
That's what I read. I, now, I, you know, that could have just been a rumor. I, you know, who knows? But I read an article <clears> saying that apparently it's been confirmed that the movie's not canon. So, which, which uh, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I know the movies in the past didn't always follow canon. They were kind of side stories that didn't matter. But from well, what the, I understand, the first the Super movie wasn't was canon. Supposed to be. But Brawley was, wasn't it? Not, not the first one. No, but the, the one that came out before this one. The last one was, yeah. Yeah, like I was under the impression that the movies going forward were going to be part of the ongoing canon of the Dragon Ball universe. But, uh, you know, I guess I guess that's not the case. Who knows? I mean, we'll find out for sure probably in the coming months. But, uh, again, if you're a Dragon Ball fan, if you're an anime fan and you grew up with Dragon Ball, it's in theaters now. Dragon Ball Superhero. And uh, from what I understand, it's worth watching, especially if you're a Gohan or a Piccolo fan. And then, uh, so those are all like the quick announcement uh, topics that I wanted to throw out there. Next, I wanted to talk about House of the Dragon. So, one shot. I know you haven't seen it. We're not going to throw spoilers out there. Why haven't I seen it? I watched it, so I don't even know. I have no idea why I haven't watched it. Why haven't I seen it? I, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I saw it myself. I'll wait. You're gonna blame Spartacus for this for some reason. I watched it. I don't I'll know. Wait. I watch it. I watched it. So. Yeah, let's watch this together. Whoa. All right, I'll wait for you. Whoa! For the record, I said I'll watch it on what Sunday night. You watch it sometime Monday, and we'll talk about it today. You guys, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yes. married couple on the planet. Oh right yes. Now. Oh, he watched yes. the show without me. In the manga, We're does not have gone to pick a little power level yet. <laughs> Johnny Butter says the manga is not talking about Gohan and Piccolo's current power level. So maybe it is canon. Maybe what I read was uh, a bunch of horse shit. Maybe you're wrong like half the time you are. <laughs> it's all right. You, you conveniently are blaming me. I don't know. It's, I guess I'm a good scapegoat. But anyway, so uh, I know you haven't watched it, but Carmine, I know you did watch it. And uh, yeah. I would say my opinion, my uh, rating would be an 8 out of 10 based off of, on episode 1. How do you feel? Um, I'm a little lower than that, but I, I mean, I, I, it's hard for me because even the original Game of Thrones, like the first two episodes, I, I thought were terrible. Um, and it took me so long to get into Game of Thrones. Like, because I stopped watching it after the second episode and then everybody was like, no, you got to watch it, you got to watch it, you got to watch it. Get past like four episodes and you're going to be hooked, I swear. And I was, and everybody yeah. was right. You know what I mean? And this, I feel, has this, a similar feel to it, almost. I agree. Um, I So, but well, before we get into it real quick, I just want to shout out Pam Hastings in the comments. She says, hi, guys. I found you a little while back because of Tom McDonald, so I just wanted to swing in and say hi. Wishing you guys the best of luck. I, I'll keep watching. Thanks for jumping into the chat, Pam. And Pam? Uh, Hello, Pam. Uh, I appreciate it. And uh, right now we're talking about House of the Dragon. We are going to avoid spoilers if you're a fan, so... Um, let us know what you think if you did watch it. For the record, Steve, who does the Tom McDonald reactions, did not watch it, and he's trying to blame me. Um, because you. But yeah, so I feel like I'm a, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. All right, I read the books. I'm patiently waiting for the remaining books to come out. I don't think they're ever going to come out. I think we've basically just got to write them off and move on. Um, I, along with everybody else, hated the last two seasons of the Game of Thrones show. Um, and I felt like this story was not a story we needed to see. There's other stories that are in the history of Game of Thrones that I would have preferred. And I felt like mm. the, when I read that they canceled the, sh- the other show they were doing with uh, Naomi Watts, I think it was, because it was too different from Game of Thrones. And instead yeah. they wanted to focus on this one. That's not a good thing. And that kind of annoyed me because I was like, we don't need more of the same. I want something new. 
And uh, I will say that they basically kind of won me over after episode one. I mean, it's it's enough. It's similar enough to the old show that it kind of makes you almost like that warm feeling of being back in back home. But uh, they did set up a few storylines, and they it just felt different enough where I'm kind of all in. I'll be, I'll be excited for the rest of the season. Uh, I thought the acting was good, the visuals were good, the action was good. It was it was an excellent show. You know, I didn't like the first fifteen minutes because the the dialogue was very like, uh, yeah, like what's, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like it was basically like, oh, hello, my brother. Like just kind of yeah. kind of introduce everybody. Yeah. It was very cheesy. Uh, but then I, once they got past that, then they started kind of really finding their rhythm. And then I, I really liked it. I enjoyed the whole episode, and I'm excited for what comes next. So uh, if you haven't watched it yeah. yet, House of the Dragons on HBO Max. It premiered on Sunday. It'll be on every Sunday at 9, and uh, we're going to be talking about it every week. So, um, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm excited to see where they go with it. But, like, you know, there was there was a lot of, like, you know, just, uh, like, setup. There's just a lot yeah. of, like. Like like set up like these are the characters and it's like the original Game of Thrones where I'm not I'm never gonna remember any of their freaking names anyway, <laughs> especially with the yeah. Targaryen because it's just like everybody's Daenerys, 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 Daenerys. So that's one. Uh, my if I if I ever develop a superpower, it's probably just gonna be to be able to keep track of all those names. For some reason, with Spartacus, with Game of Thrones, I just I it's in me to just kind of know who belongs to what house. And Did you whatnot. say Spartacus? Yeah. Yeah, the show. Spartacus. Show Spartacus. Spartacus. You made it sound seductive, Spartacus. <laughs> I mean, you're reaching. You're reaching right now just because you didn't watch House of the Dragon. You're coming at me. Wow. Pa- it's your fault. Pam, you hear this? He's coming at me. I did, I do agree, Pam. The books were better, except for the fifth book. I was not a fan of the fifth book. It was very hard to read. Or not hard to read, but hard to get through. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't disagree, uh, Carmine. I do think that uh, one thing I do want them to move away from is the constant callbacks to uh, the original show. Like, the Game of Thrones theme doesn't need to play every 20 minutes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like they, you know, I understand they're going to have some fan service and they're going to show, like, they had the Valerian Steel Dagger in there and all that stuff, so that's fine. But, like, as the show goes on, I hope they kind of distance themselves a little bit and just separate from the original show. We don't need to constantly go back to that show. Um, also, like like halfway a prequel to the original show so it's got to have some yeah. sort of yeah. like uh you're, you're gonna have some sort of connections here and there but for the most part yeah you don't you don't need to like right rely on the whole game of thrones right that's i hope they don't if, if they rely on it consistently and for too long then it's just going to take away from this current show so yeah. um I, I will say one shot if you haven't seen the original game of thrones which i'm pretty sure you said you haven't uh you should watch that too we can keep up with House of the Dragon, and then you watch that. You maybe do some reaction. Oh, you want to watch it together? Because I know that one. <laughs> well, I'd rather you watch it by yourself, but I guess you're not going to unless I watch it with you. Well, I got to hold your hand the whole time. I think we should. I think Steve yes. should, like film himself watching the original Game of Thrones, and me and you should react to Steve watching the original Game of Thrones. I would Thrones. do that. I would do that for 100. That's a whole series of videos right there. That, that would be a boring ass reaction series. <laughs> yeah, it'll just be Steve staring at just it. me going. <laughs> I fucking hate this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't want to go into spoilers. I figure what we'll do with House of the Dragon since it premieres on Sunday is the Tuesday following the premiere or the episode, we won't spoil it. And then next in theater room, we can go into detail about what happened in episode one and uh, how it pertain- pertains to episode two without spoiling episode two too much. I don't want uh, I want people to want to actually jump into the stream. So, uh, Besides that since we can't go into spoilers let's talk about she-hulk 
She-Hulk episode one. Uh, uh, a very uh, pleasant surprise, if it. you ask me. No, I know you watched you, it. I have, I have proof you that you watched it. Surprised. Oh, my God. I was so happy, bro. I was so happy. Oh, wait, real quick. Pam uh, is siding with Steve. She says, I did say Sparta kiss. And, uh, Thank you, But she's going to let it slide. Thank you. I guess I got used Don't to saying Sparta Chris. Don't let it slide. I He'll take Sparta advantage Chris. of it. I got used to saying Sparta Chris. So, <clears throat> you know, my lips just do that. But anyway, uh, She-Hulk. I loved it. I was. I really enjoyed the episode. What did you guys think? I absolutely loved it. Like, honestly, it is the best first episode of a Marvel Disney Plus show we've gotten so far. That's a bold statement. I don't know. I don't know if I would agree with that, but what about you? Did you say the best? Best oh. first episode of, of a Marvel Disney Plus show. Well, so what I disagree. You, but what did you think, Steve? Did you like it? I, yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, you've got my reaction on that. What the fuck are you talking about? You got to say, you gotta say it for the masses. Of any of these shows, would you say was better than this? Loki. Nah, not the first episode. Yeah. First episode, so I enjoyed shit. it. No, but see, I think I agree I with Steve. That, I feel that like, don't mean anything. I feel like the first episode of Loki. <laughs> but see, now it's different times, though, right? When, when that was what Loki was the second show they were releasing, so we didn't really know what to expect from these shows. So I think the excitement leading up to Loki was higher than She Hulk. But yeah, wh- whether that. or not the, the She Hulk first episode was the best, I really don't know. That's a bold statement. I'd, I'd have to rewatch all the shows just to kind of figure it out. Listen, I mean, I think uh, Captain America, I mean, Falcon Winter Soldier comes close because that first episode is baller. See, Falcon um, Winter Soldier is excellent. I love the first episode of Falcon Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I liked it, it, but... This one just hit different for me, man. I'm telling you, there's something about um, this show. I think this show is going to be really, really good, man. I'm really excited for it. I uh, Real quick, Pam says, watching somebody watch TV, that's about as exciting as the last time I watched Paint Dry. So <laughs> I, I don't think she's a fan of uh, of our idea. Listen, Pam, we can make anything entertaining, all right? Yeah, once you start talking shit, it'll just get more exciting. Um, just a couple of things I really liked about She-Hulk is, first of all, the CG. I don't... So we live in a weird world right now, right? Where we have a TV show with a fully CG character. And done two done fully two fully CG characters done well. Excuse me, done well with. And when I say done well, meaning it doesn't take you out of the show, right? And we have people complaining that the CG is not good. Yeah, Meanwhile, it's... all I remember is Ben Affleck's Daredevil. I remember Blade Two, the sword fight. You know, like mm-hmm. I remember fucking Blade One with the big blood Silver effects, like Surfer, Silver Surfer. Just yeah. Fantastic Four, both Fantastic Four movies. Like, yeah. you know, CG has been so we've come such a long way, and I get that the younger generation doesn't know the older stuff, but like, yeah. to say the CG was bad, even based off the trailer, to be that angry about it is nuts. They clearly fixed a lot of the problems that they had, but it looked Look, great. We, it looked great. We all me. agreed that like that first trailer, the CG looked fucking terrible. Like. We we all agreed on it. We we reacted to it when we first talked about it and everything like that. We right. all were on the same same boat, right? They definitely went back and fixed a lot of stuff because it does not look like that at all anymore, right? You know? Um, so they went back, they fixed it. I mean, is it perfect? No, it's not perfect, but it doesn't take you out of the show. We we got an entire episode of pretty much Hulk talking to She Hulk. 
Yeah. And them fighting and them like, you know, drinking <coughs> and having a good time with each other and all this other stuff. And at no point were you just like, ah, this looks terrible. No. Like, <laughs> no. I mean, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk looked fantastic the whole time. Yeah. She looked yeah. unbelievable the whole time. I really think uh, just the whole storyline, you know, quickly giving us the origin within the first five yep. minutes, she's, she'd be basically find out how they changed the origin for the show, which I didn't hate at all. You know what I mean? It made sense to me. Because if you think about it, in the MCU in particular, what about Bruce Banner tells us that he would willingly donate his blood to anybody? Would no matter how would serious it? it is, he would, in his mind, I'm not going to curse you for life, so I'm not going to do it. So the way they set it up, it was perfect. The whole it was funny. I thought the fourth wall breaks weren't overly done. I was excited about it. No. Honestly, I, I liked all everything about it. No, it was it was it reminds me of the She Hulk comics from the early nineties. Um, it was very much in that style. The fourth wall breaks were were executed perfectly. Um, th- like you said, they weren't overdone. It wasn't like right. every like ten minutes her talking to the talking to the uh, to the audience and stuff right. like that. Right, it's which really frankly, that's what's going to happen with Deadpool. Like the, you know, and I understand yeah. that's that's kind of his character, so it works yeah. for him. But if that happened I with mean, her, it would have been too much. To be fair, like she, her comics did it before Deadpool, way before Deadpool. Before I was Deadpool arguing, was not arguing, but I was talking to a coworker, and uh, you know, I was saying to her that people don't realize that she was breaking the fourth wall way before Deadpool was even conceived. Way before Deadpool, Deadpool wasn't even didn't even exist. Like she was breaking the fourth wall before Deadpool even debuted. Right. You know. Right. Um, so she's really the first comic character to really do it on that level. Yeah. And they they put so much into this first episode that it's like, <clears throat> and, and like the trailer that we got right where it showed Wong, it showed Daredevil, it showed all these other characters that are going to be popping in and out of the show, and the first episode was none of that right <laughs> it was right. just her and bruce well it so seems like all the setup was done already all the setup was completed in, in episode one and now we now they can just run with the show the way they want us to see it yeah and there's and there's still like a bunch of different storylines we you know run through storylines we're gonna have here yeah you know yeah and and this the sicarian ship showed up well that gets me so excited i mean i i yeah. really in my bones believe that that is the first real breadcrumb towards world war hulk i think what's coming i think we're gonna get it it's gonna be a few years still but 100 percent, that is gonna lead us to world war hulk and that's one of my favorite storylines in the comics so i can't very least at the very least it leads us to scar yes 100 percent. at the very least it leads us to scar now like my question about the world war hulk stuff and this is this is like I've, i've seen a lot of people upset about the whole professor hulk angle is if we do get World War Hulk, he can't be Professor Hulk in that. I don't version. think he's gonna be. So like, so there's a, a quick. Well, hold on. But, but I just want to point out this comment that Pam uh, Hastings made in the comments. She said, "I think all the special effects and CGI stuff goes over well with male characters, and some people cannot reconcile a woman doing some stuff." I don't think I don't fully disagree, but I don't think it's about a female character in CGI doing things. I think it's more about the yeah. fact that f- women in general. You know, always have to put on an appearance. They always have to put on makeup. Everything's got to look smooth. And, you know, making that in CG kind of automatically gives you that kind of, like, plastic kind of look. Because you can't... There's no pores. There's nothing to, like, break up the 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 light and the skin. 
Whereas, like, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk has, like, the, the five o'clock shadow, wrinkles everywhere, and, like, you know, stereotypically, that's kind of how a guy is supposed to look versus a woman. And I feel like that's really, you know, the world, unfortunately, we live in is not... Woke is not the right word, but they're not they're not ready for the, the <laughs> truth yet. You know what I mean? So... I personally thought it looked great. I didn't have an issue with anything that was on the show. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't have an issue with it either. I mean, like our issues basically stem from that first trailer. Yeah, that was the only the issue very first trailer where clearly they didn't finish like, CGI. Objectively, if you look at that first trailer, there is that she has got the most wonkiest face right on the planet in right. that trailer, and it did. To be fair, it didn't look like that in the show. Right, like the show looks. She looks amazing. Well, I think and, the green, and she's a great actress, hundred percent. She's phenomenal, man. I think the green was too bright. It was like the facial animation was just a little off, so you had that uncanny yeah. valley going. So they fixed it by then. So you know, people will start to just fall in line because the show is already that good, and uh, I don't think it's gonna be a problem with it. Yeah. Um, to go back to your point, where you were saying about Professor Hulk. So here's my theory. I, I told my friend this the other day. I think we're gonna find out in this She-Hulk show. My my theory and my my guess is that the ship is basically saying to Hulk, you know, we, we need we need Hulk to help us because maybe the Grand Master or somebody is trying to take over Sakaar again, right? And Hulk at first or Bruce Banner at first is like, yeah, I'm not I'm not going to do that. But then he finds out that maybe Hulk had a relationship there that he didn't know about. Maybe not. He doesn't know he has a kid yet, but maybe there's like a wife or somebody that he had there that Bruce Banner just finds out about, and that makes him go. All right, I, I you know I can't leave somebody that Hulk loved or Hulk had a relationship with kind of stranded on the planet. So then I think he's gonna that's what's gonna make him go to figure out whatever else is going on. When he gets there, he's gonna find out that you know maybe he had a love interest, maybe he started a family, you know that Bruce Banner wasn't aware of, and Smart Hulk will kind of live there and kind of you know he won't abandon his family kind of thing. Then we'll get the whole storyline of like his family gets killed, and he thinks. You know, maybe that it's the Illuminati or the Avengers or whoever it is. And I think that amount of rage he feels when that happens and he thinks that it's his friends who did it <laughs> is going to almost overpower whatever he did to make Smart Hulk. And the original, like, rage-filled monster Hulk is going to come out and take over. And that's where we're going to lead into the Planet Hulk movie or World War Hulk movie. So yeah, I agree I with you. He can't be Smart Hulk. But I think they're going to lead into a reason why he's no longer Smart Hulk. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, if they if they try and do World War Hulk with Smart Hulk, it's going to fail miserably. You can't. There's a scene in this episode where he's fighting uh, uh, Jennifer, He-Hulk. and like yeah. he, he gets kind of angry after she hits him in the face, and you almost get a little hint of like, you know, there is, and he keeps talking about how like you know one burst of anger can mean death for people. So even yeah. though he's combined the two personalities, there's still that. Clearly, there's still that like part of him that's trying to break free a little bit. You know what I mean? This is the first time too that they've dived into the whole DID thing of yeah. of like yeah. him having <clears throat> alter ego that they are not the same person. Whereas Jennifer is the same person. Like she's just Jennifer with Hulk powers. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Bruce is Bruce, and the Hulk is the Hulk. Do you think they and go into the whole uh, abusive father angle from the comics? I mean, I, I don't. So, uh, this is where she's the product. No, I don't think so. You think they avoid that? Is that too deep of a topic for uh, Disney Plus? I think it's, I think it's oh, too touchy for Disney. They did it with Moon Knight. They did do a Moon Knight. They did it pretty heavily there. Did it heavy with Moon Knight? Mm. What do you mean? Eh. Episode heavy, dude. You're out of your mind. 
I mean, they, they're you know, clearly I, making it a big deal about the fact that she can control herself no matter what, and he can't. Yeah. So they have to explain that at some point. They're not bringing it up for no reason. It's just a matter of how they. Explain well, I mean, it. they they explained it. They explained it kind of in this show where uh, she talks about how like she's always known how to control her anger because she's grown up as a woman in, yeah, in this yeah, society and stuff like that. And women, and those you know, those are those are solid points too. Like yeah. women do have to control their anger anger constantly, otherwise they're seen as you know emotional or or whatever. And it's it's a solid point and. It makes the point of like that's why She Hulk is able to control herself better than he has ever been able to. But the right. DID thing, like the backstory of Hulk in the MCU is kind of shoddy. Right, they haven't we really had the Incredible over. Hulk. Well, well, the, the, we had the Incredible Hulk, which we're which we're everybody's saying is canon, right? It is canon. So, I mean, they're finally revisiting it now after all these years, but it is canon. If you were, if you remember, like that was supposed to be a direct sequel to Ang Lee's Hulk, which they f- they did the abusive father thing in. In Ang Lee's Hulk, yeah, yeah. I mean, so did we did we get the abusive father storyline, or did we not? <clears throat> well, let me ask you this question: How important is it? How important is it that Bruce Banner's father abused him in, in the grand scheme of things? I mean, it's really not. It's just a matter I mean, of that of him having DID, and you know how do you explain yeah, that if you it, have to explain only, it? It's only important in the whole DID aspect, right. where where he is two separate entities. Right. In one I mean, person. they could easily just say, no. you know, he made a comment about how their DNA uh, synthesizes gamma radiation <laughs> differently. So yeah. it, they could just simply say, well, you know, you just synthesize it in a way where you control it, and I don't. Um, I kind of hope they go of, like, into the don't have real guy on it. Yeah, but they also he also makes the comment of you don't have another guy, right? You right. you are the only one with the hand on the wheel. Like I'm, I always have one hand on the wheel, right? Right. You know, so they're admitting the DID thing. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't think they have to explain a lot with him at this point, right? No. I don't think they have to either. I don't think people are really signing in for that deep explanation. Honestly, I feel like a lot of people are just signing in because they want to see Hulk rage out and go berserk. Yeah. Pam Hastings. I mean, says, honestly, uh, I doubt we see him for the rest of the series. <clears throat> well, we'll get him, I think, for at least another episode. But at some point, he's going <laughs> to leave to go to Scar, and then that'll be it. We won't see him again. Yeah. Pam Hastings says a little Hulk would be adorable. Uh, but question for you, Pam: Are you talking about like a Baby Yoda type Hulk, or are you talking about like a little like Incredible Hulk type Hulk? Because that might be fucked yeah. up. If you I gotta, mean, you picture a little baby yeah. that just won't be able to control itself and just losing its shit. Throwing a tantrum. Damn, I don't know if you read the comics, but Scar is not a cute little Hulk. (laughs) Toxic masculinity. Wait, (laughs) toxic musicality or masculinity, Pam? Masculinity. You got room to to fucking talk. No, I make mistakes all the time. I fuck up. This is maybe the first podcast you've seen, but I stutter and make mistakes all the time, Pam. Don't feed into him, Pam. He's just being a dickhead. (laughs) No. I'm being a meanie pants. But yeah, so don't, the, don't curse on the show. He's the train conductor in our train wreck. <laughs> I, I try my best. You know what I mean? I try my best. Real quick, does your mouse say ass? Does my mouse say ass? No. I will? No, no. Yeah. Right here? Yeah. It's, it's There's actually a T. It says A-S-S-T screws. Okay. I've been looking um, at it for like 20 minutes. Like, does that say ass? <laughs> So where do we think where this show's going? Is it going to be the fun half-hour legal drama, legal comedy 
every week. I think we so. think it's going to be. I think for a few weeks, great. yes. I think it's it's just going to follow the same yeah. pacing issues as every other Disney Plus show. Now they got nine episodes instead of six, so we're going to get three or four weeks of trial of the week. Jennifer trying to figure out how to you know win and and move up in her job and all that stuff, and then they'll suddenly some serious enemy will show up and Bruce won't be around to help. Daredevil will be, and her and Daredevil it's going to be really her. dramatic towards the end of the series. Yeah, the last, like, say, three episodes, I think, are going to all of a sudden focus on one storyline that was like the seeds are planted in the episode one and two, and then it'll it'll get serious for three episodes. I don't know if it's going to go full blown comedy the whole time. I think you're going to see gonna her, her round in. of applause, right? Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be bringing heavy on the rocks on Corp. I think so. Um, I think so for sure. Do you think we get any other cameos? So we have already, obviously, Bruce. We know Daredevil's showing up. Abomination, obviously, showing up. Wong is yeah, showing up. Wong. Are there any other cameos that you think might show up before the season's over? I mean, so they they showed a, a bunch of other things in the in the show, right? A bunch of other like weird sub like F level. Yeah. <laughs> like characters, yeah. um, I've heard Porcupine Man supposed to be showing up, Frog Man, Leapfrog, rather. Um, so, I mean, there's also an older storyline of. I mean, I don't know if Disney would actually do this, but She Hulk at one point has to defend Star Fox. Okay. On like a like, rape trial, like the air, the pilot from Star Fox sixty four. Oh, like Star Fox, we saw him at the end of Eternals. Ah, okay, yeah, because his power that. rape trial. They're not going to bring that. To well, Disney his power is that he can seduce women, and <coughs> no shot. I don't think they do that either. <laughs> That's a product of, but it doesn't mean he doesn't show up. That's a plot product of classic like coke fueled error comic books yeah. like that's not 100 it doesn't mean he doesn't show up where they have to she she has to defend him in something pam says uh she's baby hulk would be funny as fuck i, I kind of agree i don't i don't disagree with that either I, but he's got to he's got literally I'd love to see it. literally he's got to look like mean rage phil hulk and just be smaller just be a tiny version yeah. of that i would love like yeah, a mini tiny version, version of that that'd be amazing. like a baby group size yeah hulk. yeah just smash but hulk, I, want smash like everything. Ed, I want him to look like edward norton's hulk like ripped like that. Maybe they do that. You know, Marvel Just might do that. Really tiny. Marvel might do that. If that's the scar that we get, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, this, this show could definitely lead us to a lot of different other storylines. And I think it's smart on Disney part to have, have a show that you can drop characters in and out of like this. No, well, it makes a lot of sense. It, it, it means they can like go, in different directions with it, right? No, I agree, Pam. If you wanna, if you wanna fight Chris, I'm up for it. I got your back. One of these guys will gladly slap me in the face if uh, if that's what you want to see on camera. They, it wouldn't take much. What, what's Pam saying here? She said I tried to mansplain. <laughs> I don't know what I tried to mansplain, uh, but maybe I did. It, if you're gonna cancel anybody, cancel him. Don't cancel me. I'll, I'll continue yeah, to. No, 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 we're, we're, we're feminists. <laughs> Yeah, I have a daughter. I'm a feminist. Pam says I'm having a good time. All my friends are are male, so there's nothing you guys are going to say that's going to offend me. We don't want to offend, so hopefully, hopefully, uh, we no, don't offend. Right yeah, yeah. Um, we're, we're just having fun. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. But listen, Pam, seriously, though, if you want them to slap me on camera, it won't take much. I mean, Steve will drive nine yeah, hours to come slap me on camera. So he'll I'll be, make he'll, it he'll, seven. He, he can't find time to watch House of the Dragon, but he'll find time to drive here and slap me in the face if you need him to. Facts. I will be there to film it. Johnny Munez says a, a Hulk version of Jack-Jack from The Incredibles would be fantastic, too. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm all for it. That's, yeah, that's basically it. He turns into a little mini Hulk right in the movie, the big red uh, monster, the little red monster. So, yeah, Jack, Jack a little red do we get do we get a red hulk i i feel like we're gonna get one uh may i don't think we're gonna get one with um uh thunderbolts i don't think they're gonna oh. they're gonna bring it there i don't think they really can right now but i do think you know feige knows what people want and i feel like he's gonna kind of set the groundwork to give us a red hulk at some point and do it in a way that makes sense for the mcu yeah i mean I don't know if we're going to get it in this show, but I don't think we're getting in this show. I honestly don't yeah. know if we're going to get a ton of any any big uh, cameos. You know, Daredevil we know is a big part of the show. He'll be around for a couple of episodes while Steve checks his uh, pit stains. Yeah, I think they, I think they said uh, three so episodes. I, I took a shower before we jumped on here, and apparently, I didn't oh yeah, sure, it was a shower. He <laughs> <sighs> didn't dry off. Yeah. Um, but they said three episodes of Matt Murdock. Daredevil, so no, I mean, you take that for what he wills. I mean, they they have to start bringing him in more because they got Echo, they got Born Again coming. If anything, maybe so, Kingpin shows up, maybe in I mean, trial that's or something. Too. You know, maybe, that, maybe that's what brings Matt Murdock in because Kingpin shows up, and you know she might need some yeah. help. They, they really got to start explaining to us like if the Netflix Daredevil show was a different universe or yeah. if it is canon to this universe because. Like Kingpin's already been on trial. We had a whole episode called right. the Trial of Kingpin. Right. <laughs> like, and it, you know, it's you funny know. though, right? Because his outfit, the Daredevil's costume, is the same costume that he had, just with gold pieces now instead of red. But uh, yeah. but the layout is the same. So there's like a little yeah. bit that sort of got their foot in the Netflix shows, and then a little bit that doesn't. So who who the yeah. hell knows? I, know, I, I just want them to tell us just what we can understand, kind of canon of what's going on. We will. We, I mean, they'll tell us at some point. That's for sure. Yeah. We got a we got a new person in the chat. Uh, I'm going to ruin this name. I'm sorry, Malia Sewell. Did I say that wrong? That's why I didn't say. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I, I apologize if I fucked it up. But uh, welcome, welcome to the chat. Thanks for jumping in. Um, let us know where you found us, or if you happen to stumble across uh, the podcast. Either either way is fine. But we're just curious to know. Now the other question is: Do we get Jessica Jones? I do think that, so. Now, if we do get another cameo besides what they announced, I feel like Jessica Jones is that cameo, or at least maybe yeah. not her specifically, but like maybe a, a. I can't think of the one she worked with the 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 big lawyer the the big lawyer chick that she worked with, um, Miranda something. I can't remember her name now, but you know what I'm talking. Like maybe maybe someone from her show that will basically confirm that we're getting a Jessica Jones show. Yeah, I mean they they've already kind of confirmed that they've talked to Kristen Ritter that she's in. Right. That we are getting Jessica Jones back at some point. We just don't know where or when. I think She Hulk's a good, good spot to bring her in. I mean, she needs a private yeah. investigator to help her. With some. Uh... If you're, if it, honestly, She Hulk's a good spot to bring Punisher in too. If you, if they're bringing John Bernthal back as Punisher, I would love for him to make a cameo. There have been a lot know. of rumors about it, man. A, a lot of rumors of Bernthal coming back. Um, I don't know where they would fit him in. 
You know what I mean? I mean, Armor Wars, I think, is the um, smart place. Right. To bring them in, you know, um, give them the warm, How's the warm, warm you know, armor. I mean, the, the program is showing the audio come through no problem, uh, Malia. I'm sorry. Uh, We've got it up. It's We got audio. Also, maybe, maybe it is just you. I don't want to mansplain, though, Pam. Can you help her out? <laughs> Pam, I'm telling you. Right here. <laughs> she asked. Pam asked how much it'll cost for an open hand slap. Uh, it'll be free. free. Yeah. Maybe, free. maybe, maybe pay for gas. Punch. Maybe pay for gas. A smile. Um, you just got to get my good side. We can do a closed <laughs> fist with a pinky out. That's weird. That'd be a weird one. Who, who, it would be weird. Who, who would do that? That's strange. Hey. If they want it, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I think um, this could be a good good stepping off point for us to get to the defenders. Yes, 100. percent Hey, maybe uh, She Hulk becomes a part of the defenders. Although I think I think she's more of an Avenger in the uh, in the comics and stuff. Yeah. So you know that's, I mean, that could be a step towards that. No, there's been a theme with all the Disney Plus shows and and Phase Four and in general of older characters training the next up and coming Avengers, you know, so we kind of have the, the, the basis of the plan of like what the team's going to look like that goes into, you know, yeah, to fight Grant and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, maybe that's how they do it. Thor goes off world to Sakaar and Jen's the only one that's here to defend us. So she has to join up with Ant-Man and the rest of them. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point, too. I mean, they're basically doing that now, right? We got Bruce Banner teaching yeah. Jennifer how to be a Hulk, essentially. So, yeah. They're following that same path. When you, They're the two of the only people that could defend the Earth with the power that they have. So, she's got to be ready to do that. I'm no. surprised that uh, they still haven't really addressed whether the Sokovia Accords are a thing. Uh, she can hear us now. Uh, I thought, welcome, I thought they welcome. addressed that in Captain America. Not really. I mean, they, they mentioned him. They, they mentioned him a little bit, but they didn't uh, They didn't flat out say if the Sokovia Accords are still in effect or if there's a new bill yeah. that's in effect or anything like that. I mean, clearly something's going on because they have government agencies now tracking down heroes that aren't registered. So they have some sort of a bill in effect that's supposed yeah, to be policing them. I don't know if it's necessarily the, the Sokovia Accords anymore. I think uh, what's it called? Damage control is just now the like overseeing like maybe not registering superheroes, but more um, like kind of trying to like investigate and control what they can. Right. Right. You know, I, I don't know. Malia. Really, like Malia. Words. Malia, not Malia. 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 All right. Malia. She's Malia. she's not a. Molotov cocktail, like you're trying to make her sound like. I mean, I, I apologize if I fucked the name up. I don't know why you're trying to make me feel bad about it. You make me turn red on camera. It's fucked up. I'm gonna turn red like those pit stains. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna turn red like the red Hulk. It. Do it. Prove it. I can't. I can't do it. Uh, you call my bluff. I was bullshitting. So anyway. I don't think there's really anything else to talk about with the uh, She-Hulk. We uh, kind of hit the nail on the head. I am excited for Daredevil. That's really one of the things I was most excited for, and uh, I can't wait for that to happen. Yeah. 
But based off the episode one, I love the way they did the character. I love the the look of the show, the feel of the show, and I'm excited. I can't wait for the rest of it. So, Steve, what do you think overall? Like episode one? Oh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Especially the end when she was when they cut her off for the Captain America. Captain fucks. America fucks. Captain yeah. America fucks. That's a few. Uh, that's that's a weird. A weird topic of discussion, whether or not he had sex. I guess people were worried yeah, about but, that. But I love that part of the. I love that part <coughs> of the show. Shows that like people like they did it a little bit with with Miss Marvel too, right? Where like right. everybody just kind of like has these like weird theories about the Avengers and and all this other stuff. And um, you know, there's there's like information coming out because we found out that Scott Lang has. A podcast and apparently he, he wrote a book from the comic-con footage and stuff yeah. like that so yeah. like he's putting out information into the world um that people are just kind of like gobbling up and and coming up with their own like fan theories it's it's kind of meta you know what i mean like we're yeah. we're sitting here coming up with our fan theories about the shows that we're watching while they're coming up with fan theories in their universe about the actual heroes that exist there so I I really enjoyed that aspect of of the first episode. Yeah, I my favorite thing about the first episode, honestly, was the fact that they acknowledged how how good of friends Bruce and Tony were. It's just something yeah. that you didn't really see too much of, and it was nice to see just Bruce like kind of mourning his friend a little bit, but also just acknowledging the you know we heard the comments of uh, I think it was back in the first Avengers movie where Tony makes a comment about like you know, sitting on a beach, uh, drinking while uh, working on his experiments or whatever. And then we find out that he built him an actual lab on a beach somewhere. Like it's just, it's connections like that, that are the reason why I still love the MCU and why I still am here for anything that they release. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you could even see it too. It's like they're past the point of like mourning. Yeah. Yeah. They're like at the point of like fond remembrance. Right. You know, um, which is like it shows an overall growth through the whole MCU. Right. I love it. And there's like a I don't know if you picked it up, but there's point where she's arguing with Bruce about the Captain America's a virgin thing, right? And she's like, and before he died, and they're in the car still, and he doesn't say Captain America he doesn't use past tense. He used present tense. He's I did like, not. Captain cast America that. is not a virgin. Like he was using present tense because he's one of the few people that knows that Cap's still alive, but he's like old as shit. I didn't catch that. That's a good catch. Yeah, I did catch though the quick comment about how Bruce Banner turning human is what started the healing process on his arm versus yeah. Hulk, since he was the one who snapped, his arm was not healing at all. Yeah, which is, I think and they kind said of that like, and they said that her blood accelerated the healing factor, and that completely healed his arm. Right, so she's better, and he was like, nah, yeah. just different. But she's better. <laughs> she's better. My she's my better. my favorite joke. I'll end it on this. My favorite joke uh, of the entire episode was when he was like, "You were given a lethal dose of gamma radiation." And she was like, so I'm going to die? And he goes, no, no, no. This, I'm going to explain more. And she's like, don't stop on that sentence. Like, that cracked me up. That was that was probably the best joke of the whole show. And they had so. a really good dynamic together, man. They really did. They really did. So, we'll see so, where yeah. it goes. 
So one shot is definitely going to be watching the She-Hulk show because I'm going to have to watch it with him since he won't watch it by himself. And we'll watch House of the Dragon. Well, I've watched by too. myself. I don't think you will. Uh, don't but, fucking um, promise me that because you, you fucking lied once oh, already. Excuse me that I was sick for the last three days. God. No fucking excuses. It's, it's an excuse. It's an excuse. Ladies in the chat, explain to me how you feel when your husband watches the show without you. <coughs> how do you know they're married? You're... Wow. You're implying just assuming that he's, you're significant other. That he's you're right, the you're husband. Right. Just as, assuming. You're you're so implying you're that he's other. the husband. Just a show without you. Just just off the rails. The show, off the rails. <laughs> well, that's it, fellas. We're gonna end it there because uh, I'm still getting over the cold and I want to go to sleep. So uh, it's my show. So I'm gonna say it's over. I thought you were. I thought, what? I thought you were gonna watch uh, Tekken tonight. All of it. I'll put it on while I'm in bed. Am I not allowed to watch shit when I'm in bed? Jesus Christ. Just no. Judge left and right over here. Ow. Pam and Ma- Malia, Johnny Butters, and anyone else who jumped to the chat, thank you guys so much. Uh, wait, I'm married. Se- Pam says, or Ma- Malia says, I'm, I'm married 17 years, and after that long, you just lie and watch it again. I tried to do that, <laughs> but uh, Steve uh, caught me, I guess. You're You're a bad wife. Uh, I just don't have the patience to wait, I guess. But but anyway, thank you guys. Thanks to everyone who jumped to the chat. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe. Uh, every Tuesday, we try to do this podcast at 8.30. Uh, Malia. Oh, Pam says, Malia, tell the guys you found them because you're chasing me around YouTube. Well, thank you, <laughs> Pam, for bringing new people into the chat. We and, appreciate uh, it, Pam. Much make, love. make sure I know Pam. You found us uh, from the Tom McDonald reactions. We're going to be releasing more every Friday, every Tuesday. We do the Theater Room podcast, and uh, hopefully, we can start cranking out some more content, you know, throughout the week for you guys. Uh, and if you haven't already, like and subscribe uh, on Facebook as well, or join the Facebook group because a lot of the announcements come out there first, and then kind of trickle their way out to the other socials. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. One shot and uh, Zuplex. Thanks for uh, jumping into the uh, Theater Room with me. Anytime, brother. You're welcome. Good night, everybody. I am tired and sleepy, and I want to go to bed. Where is my mouse? There it is. (laughs) 